Hi, humans. Today, we're talking to Andrew Carmichael, NISE DevOps and Infrastructure Lead. Andrew joined the company pretty much when the coronavirus pandemic struck, so it's safe to say he's had a pretty rollercoaster ride. I'm going to catch up with Andrew today about his journey at NISE and some of his experiences implementing a bunch of infrastructure changes that he recently wrote a short blog post about. Before we get started, if you have any questions about life at NIE Health, please check out our careers page on our website at www.nye.health forward slash careers. You can also reach out to our team on Twitter and LinkedIn. Andrew, thanks for taking the time to speak to me. I really appreciate it. I'd love to hear a bit about your background and how you got into DevOps. So I started with a degree in astrophysics, so not in software. As I reflect back, I would have loved to have more software earlier on. Even astrophysics tended me more towards data and analysis and getting into the code. DevOps grew in interest because I not only could reflect on how I develop software, but also I can reflect on the organization. I can reflect on how they develop and they, how they are culturally, as well as how what are the more optimal ways of developing that product. That's what appeals to me for DevOps. That and the underlying technologies which which you can use to develop and for Health used to develop our products. That is just innate to me kind of as an interest perspective. So it's been overall a large journey from not being great at software to thoroughly enjoying the intricacies of details in developing software and developing software with an organization that follows DevOps principles. Fantastic. I, I really like the way that you explain the challenge there is not just a technical challenge, but um, mm -hmm. one which is about culture and organization. C can you say a little bit more about how Nye has reacted, responded to your effort and you know these technical improvements and how that played out on the team and organizational side? One thing that's quite clear with Nye Health is that there's a theme amongst everyone. And it was interesting when we, you know, as we worked together, I've met together even in kind of COVID times, one of the themes that was just clearly there was for learning. As we move and bring in different technologies or bring in more kind of DevOps practices, there's already quite an open door to try and steer ourselves to best practice and away from anti-patterns. So I feel it's actually more at the core of what the employees are at night and what night nurtures from the learning perspective, which I think that fits. Turning our attention to the Terraform project, how did the idea emerge? Like, where did the concept come from? Terraform as like a technology is really just like a maturation of like what's grown and how we now develop in a computing space. We no longer have to have like big servers. We can just get them on demand from the providers, whether they're Google or AWS. Right. So it means that now we can use their APIs to destroy and create and manage our infrastructure. I generally create before destroy, but <laughs> <laughs> that maturation means that we can now like develop infrastructure using software development practices. Terraform, amongst other kind of languages which, which can do this, can make you create infrastructure. So it fits in a DevOps aspect because it can be managed in a life cycle and as code, so it can be reviewed and you can roll back and roll forward and so on and so forth. It can be very well managed from a kind of security and reliability perspective as well. Terraform came because that is one choice of how to manage our infrastructure. But it's the, the important thing there is going as code, because that's what Terraform does, rather than lots of manual 
implementations. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. And when you say lifecycle, manager lifecycle, so for some people that are listening to this, including myself, it might not be immediately obvious what you mean by that, but could you say a bit more? Mm-hmm. We now develop, by using Terraform, by using its code, we can develop our infrastructure, our whole computing and IT infrastructure, just like we do a story or a bug in our development lifecycle. So just as we get bring that along, in, in our backlog and into development, we can do the same thing for our, for our infrastructure. So that thing follows the same kind of development life cycle where we work on the ticket, we configure our changes, we put our changes up for review, and then we implement those changes. So it means you have the same life cycle as our software and as our product, and it's using the same tools in that life cycle, as I said, like for review or for configuration. In a recent kind of conversation, I was actually in a, in a, in a recent interview, somebody put it brilliantly. How is it if like somebody proposes a change, a new tool or technology, how would you react? And they answered it brilliantly. And I, I really relate to it. And, and it is in reflection on how we approached it. And it's if somebody approaches you with a change in an organization, chances are they've already put a lot of thought into it, looked at the whole domain. I had a, a kind of a steer of, from the materials that I kind of read and what I kind of can prototype with that Terraform was a growing environment as well as actually something advantageous. So being able to prototype and showcase and convince didn't take a lot of effort because I can already re- respected the fact that there's effort gone behind the doors to be able to and expertise behind those doors that were able to say that this is worth investigating and seeing from a kind of small scoped prototype perspective what we could take before going back to like taking it further and taking it fully into the life cycle of Nye and provisioning it, breaking our core fundamental and, and, and how we develop a product. And how does it feel to work in an environment like that? Like what's your personal experience of it? How does it motivate you or how does it challenge you? And what's your experience of, of contributing in that sort of environment? When you see blockers in your day to day, you want to be able to fix them. And you want to use the best tool for the job. That, that's exactly what, what we've done. Pretty pure and simple. It, it makes your day better because you're, improve, you're removing impediments and you're doing it in a way which people want to work because you want to use these tools and you want to work in that environment. So it all adds, adds up. And within my, uh, Andrew, obviously you look after a major part of our releases, our monitoring, our security, the quality of the service that we provide. How has your day-to-day changed uh, from before this project was implemented uh, as compared to now? Significantly, significantly. <laughs> you started sleeping. <laughs> Being able to just put to rest some fundamental problems, some issues, which were just causing kind of headaches throughout. Having kind of different environments or little conflicts with going from staging to production and so on and so forth or discrepancies. They caused pains in releases and pains in having to kind of roll forward because we'd have kind of kind of issues, but like also like cultural ones because it was becoming more difficult to release. So whereas now we're in a situation where product are not afraid of releases from an infrastructure point of view at all. Hey, right. because we've shown and we've proven that we have a stable infrastructure and using the kind of the Terraform and Raven and mechanizing how we release through automation through Terraform or through other API command line options has been uh, empowering. So it's kind of just, it starts to become part of the landscape and part of a commodity of Nye. One of the impacts I think I can reflect on myself is 
um, you know, there was a time six months ago where we were probably supporting, or in nine months ago, maybe 10% of the usage that we're currently supporting. And I think mm -hmm. our stress levels and our anxiety levels were, were maybe 10x uh, where they are yeah. at the moment. And, and so now the, the system has really scaled up tremendously. Uh, the, the level of support that's required as a, as a member of the non-technical team, you know, and a kind of customer facing team um, is way lower and it's much less, less stressful. Um, mm -hmm. That's my personal reaction. It's, it's nice to hear that, that that's been a similar thing on, on your side. And if you wanted to say something to people that are listening to this who might be considering joining us, uh, being a part of the engineering team, how would you communicate what it's like to actually work in that team to them? Are there like a couple of words that, that would summarize that really well from your perspective? I guess if you just, if you love learning and you love seeing the kind of fruits of your work and people, you know, working with people who also really value like good work, then you're going to be happy. Because we're always just trying to make things better, and so that—that that to me is it. Awesome! I might have to polish up my engineering CV. Sounds pretty good. Final question, Andrew. This one is from your fans. Uh, is that really you in the spacesuit in that photograph in the article? <laughs> to be fair, I had to actually squint. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, surely they haven't photoshopped me in there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take that as a, you'll have to find out for yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. I really appreciate the time. It's been good to catch up and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, man. Look how dark it's got. I've still got, <laughs> mine's got like more light, but yours is now like pitch dark behind you, man. Yeah. You can find out more about us at our website at www.ny.health. That's N-Y-E dot health or find us on LinkedIn or Twitter.